destroy the evil forces of the Decepticons, the Transformers. The Transformers. Hello and welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the cartoons that shaped our childhood. We are back, guys. We've been away for a little while, but we are back and we are back in style looking at an all-time classic, Transformers. Right, now, before we went away, we said that we were going to start like a season two sort of thing of this podcast. Yeah, like a phase two. Yeah. Um, I kind of see this as the official start of that, I guess. We did maybe two episodes off that list before we kind of yeah, took our yeah, summer we did. break. And, like, sorry we've been away for so long, guys, but, Jesus, <laughs> we needed to charge our batteries. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I see this now. Look, we're back, fresh slate, and Transformers is a biggie, let's be fair. So this has got to be the official kickoff of our kind of phase two if you like yeah i mean I, I can't i can't for the life of me work out why the hell this didn't make it into phase one why this was left for so long because it was one of the first ones we put on the list and it's probably one of the bigger shows there is of, of the era we're looking at so i can't work out quite how we neglected it I, so long. i think it was for that reason i i seem to recall us having the discussion and saying ah oh, let's not do transformers straight away because it's a bit obvious um, and then we just kind of came up with all of these other shows that we wanted to look at. Yeah, true, yeah. And we kind of never got back around to it. Like, we didn't do He-Man because we did the Christmas special. So yeah. we, we didn't want to do that too close. We did Thundercats. We did Turtles. We did yeah. all of the other, you know, and I, I use the term loosely, classics. And I don't mean that to say that they're not, but just I, I feel like almost everything we look at is a, is a classic, you know. <laughs> Raccoons. Uh, uh, okay, yeah, <laughs> we look at some turds as well, <laughs> admittedly, but the reason they make the list in the first place generally is because we remember them so fondly. I mean, there are absolutely, yeah, there, there have been some that have not been so great, but but yeah, I think we specifically avoided Transformers because it was so big. I I think we can probably we can probably argue that it's the biggest show in terms of cultural impact that quite possibly, we've done yeah. thus far and quite possibly the biggest show that we will do. Um, I mean, if you take a step back and really think about how big Transformers is as a franchise. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is all-encompassing. It is everywhere. We're talking the TV show, the films, the comics, the merchandising, the toys, the video games. Yeah, it's... And, and then even you get into the... We're a very... Um, a very culturally aware um, point of, uh, in society whereby clothing and you know, fucking belt buckles and all this sort of stuff. And vinyl it's, stickers and... for beat up old cars. Yeah, I'm going to be fucking started on that. And ironically um, but... as well in most cases. Like, yeah. Come on, guys, seriously. I know. But, um, but yes, I mean, this this thing is massive. I mean, considering that it's been around um, since the early 80s, um, or mid-80s, um, and it's still there's still iterations of it coming out now. Um, not talking, I'm not so talking about the films, but there's still there's still animated stuff coming. There's still comics and cartoons coming out now, um, which I hadn't realized there were quite so many until this week. Um, but yeah, I mean this this motherfucker is still everywhere. Yeah, I mean, it, and we're, we're talking almost forty years since it since it came. Was about. it eighty three originally? I think the first show. 
84. 84. There you go. I wasn't far off. As usual, I've done no research, guys. Um, <laughs> this one in... Some things never change. Yeah, this one in particular. I mean, sometimes I do a little bit of research, but generally the, the better I know the show, the less research I do. Um, yeah, that's fair. And whilst, you know, I, I don't claim to be the world's leading authority on Transformers by any means, and we've certainly talked about shows like like Batman, the animated series, and, and the likes that I could I could give you all the lore with my eyes closed. Um, this one, you know, not so much. I, I'm very aware of Transformers. I'm aware of a lot of the lore surrounding it, but I don't necessarily know all the minutiae. That's Mark's job. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so, okay, 84, but... I mean, as as the show goes on, I'm sure we'll we'll touch on it, so I won't get too bogged down in the subsequent iterations of Transformers right now. Um, but one yeah. thing that I have followed with great interest over the years is the absolute screaming mess that is the Transformers continuity, um, <laughs> and it seems like every time there's a new Transformers series, they kind of retcon and altcon, and just it's a fucking mess so much so that everything now is kind of separated out so i mean we're primarily today looking at what is now known as transformers generation one um, yeah which i mean i i hadn't realized there was such a thing until today yeah um, it's kind of like the whole power rangers thing where there's time force yeah. and space force and fucking whatever aqua teen hunger force power rangers whatever they are um yeah it, and powerpuff girls power rangers yeah, and all that it, sort of shit exactly um, yeah, um, but saying that, I mean, it's a quite well spread out. The, the one thing I will say is that trying to track down um, episodes online without um, without having to go and order DVDs, like there's nothing on like, none of these original stuff. The original ones are on Netflix. They're not on Prime. They're, they're not on any proper pay channels that I can find. Wow. Um, even trying to find even trying to find hooky versions on YouTube, I found like three. Really. They're just not anywhere. Oh no! Yeah, you can you can go you can go out and buy them. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say I I own Transformers box sets, so this yeah, is, I do somewhere, yeah. but I mean, we only moved in February. I'm unpacked it. Yeah, this is one of those um, shows that I you know some of the shows we talk about, I own some I don't. Um, this is one that I own quite a lot of. I've got um, yeah, I've got the entire first season. I've got a collection of the best episodes. I've got the movie, the the actual animated movie, not the Michael yeah, the Bay. proper one. I, the first Michael Bay movie's okay. I'm not gonna. I, I've I've got a bit of time for all of them. They're they're, they're popcorn films. They're not no, they're not never gonna do anything special, but they're entertaining. Yeah, um, and there 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 are issues with them, but I can. No, I can largely look past it because it's fucking Transformers. Yeah, I like the first one. The others, yeah, it's, it's Transformers. So same reason I'll watch yeah. Michael Bay's Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like exactly. Yeah, yeah, there's enough nostalgia to carry me through, through even though you know the shit. But the, the first film just... And we won't touch on it too much because we're here to talk about the cartoon premiere. But the first film I like and will defend if pushed. Yeah, I, I, I don't have too many problems with it, I've got to be honest. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're, but, um, we're primarily going to be talking about what is Generation 1, which I guess is difficult to find online because it's still a commercial entity. Like, people will still pay money for those DVDs. So Well, that's it. And I mean, like, all the other versions like, no, I was looking at, like, when I was on uh, on Netflix, like, there's um, Robots in Disguise, which is a 2001 series. Uh, that was available. Um, Transformers Universe was there. Um Transformers Animated was there. Transformers Prime was there. 
as a, uh, I think it's called Prime Wars, one of those on the cases which is called Transformers Prime. Um, it's all it's all available apart from fucking original one, which is the one I wanted. Yeah, now now the Prime thing, if I remember rightly, um, the Prime thing is a whole nother universe again. Um, they're all essentially they're all kind of different universes. Um, I think Generation One did go on into generation two that carried on yes um yeah i think they started separating i think round about beast wars um yeah and that's where it started to just get fucking crazy um well yeah that was i think they realized at that point that how how big a commercial entity they had that they could just say right okay well fuck it we'll just spin off another one we'll just spin off another one um i mean there was enough in the universe anyway. There was, it, it's being done a lot now. Where you say, well, okay, well, we we there are stories from the universe that aren't necessarily haven't been told, and they're not necessarily related to the main story, but everyone knows what Transformers are. So if we have Beast Wars, which are you know um, robot versions of big animals, then fine because it's it's part of that universe. But we don't need to reference anything else. We never need to cross reference Optimus Prime or anything like that. We don't need to you know. We don't need to. We could potentially link to. Uh, Dinobots, but we don't have to if we don't want to because people will just accept that Transformers are a thing, yeah, and they have their own universe. Um, and it's the same like it's been done with the Star Wars stuff now, whereby obviously you've got um, Rise of Skywalker coming at the end of this year, but you've also got the, um, the stuff like the Mandalorian, and you've got the um, the, the Rian uh, Rian Johnson trilogy that's coming in a couple of years, which is it's exists in the same universe, but it's nothing to do with that storyline. And I think it's an e- it's easy for it's it's an easy win because people will buy it because it's Star Wars, or in this case, it's Transformers. People will go for it, and people, people will now say, people who are adults who have kids will go, "Oh, it's Transformers! I'll put that on, see what it's like. Yeah. I'll put that on for my kid. Maybe they'll like it." Secretly wanted to watch it themselves. I didn't do that the other day, um, but you know, it, it's it's that thing where that nostalgia then carries it forward to another generation. And when we get, you know, maybe when we get another sort of you know, nearly forty years down the line, there'll be even more iterations because gen- we will be on some third and fourth generations of people watching it. Oh, I guarantee you there'll be more. It's just a case of what continuity it's set in. Um, there's, <laughs> I don't, I don't think there is any. I think there's make it up to go. Well, on. I mean, Beast Wars at one point was supposed to be the official continuity, and right. they kind of retconned most of Gen One. But then, right, okay. when Beast Wars, I, I told you, I, I got well, I really got lost down a rabbit hole with this stuff about two, three years ago. It fascinated me, um, yeah. and. Then Beast Wars didn't take off, so then they went back and brought Generation 1 back and retconned Beast Wars. And then I believe, I wouldn't swear by this, I believe Prime is a whole nother thing again. Um, Yeah. It's it's absolutely fascinating. And then even the movie is slightly askew to the actual timeline of the TV series. Like, it's yeah, it's all over the fucking shop. It is, and I mean, I think uh, from what I was reading um, last couple of days, they they did the movie. So the, the movie was canon. It was it came after season two. Um, actually, no, sorry, it came, whenever it came, and then there was a thir- yeah, it must be after season two. But then in a, there was a third season whereby they ended it by bringing Prime back. Yes. And it's like, hang on, we've just shat on the last, no, shat on the movie and what you've done since, um, because they still had Gal- they still had Galvatron. In that se- in that se- uh, season, as some form of time traveling fucking something or other, I kind of lost interest uh, because Galvatron was all shit anyway. Um, but yeah, so they had that. But then obviously they brought back Prime and Megatron. 
Yeah, well, I mean, Galvatron is Megatron, isn't he? Technically, yeah, yeah, exactly. But so the way, I mean, I'm not, I, I haven't seen it, so I'm not sure how they did it. But they made Gal, they basically disappeared Galvatron um, as, as as this time traveling thing. So he, so then they could get rid of him and um, not have that non-existent paradox where you can't be in two places in time and this and all that sort of shit. Um, and brought Megatron back, which again, I don't see the point. I mean, the whole thing, if you if you're going to move on and have an arc, you need to follow your arc through. You can't just go, oh yeah, but we we like that character, we'll bring yeah. him back. Now, okay then, that gives me a perfect jumping in point. We're nearly 10 minutes, probably just over 10 minutes in, and we haven't actually talked about the show yet, because it is fascinating, though. All of this stuff around Transformers is fascinating, and I'm sure we'll fall down many more rabbit holes before this show is out. Um, But one of the things that... And incidentally, Transformers as well is another one of these shows that's never really gone away for me. I haven't watched it maybe quite as much as i've rewatched things like thundercats um but it, it's certainly always been there and especially because it's so omnipresent in popular culture so transformers has always kind of been at the forefront for me so it's not like i'm coming back and watching this now for the first time in in 10 years as i say i've got the box sets i've yeah. i've dipped in and out over the years i've got quite a lot of the comic runs especially the early 2000s one which was kind of where that beast wars thing came in there were a few idw uh comics off the back of those and there were some i forget who did the run before it as well that set the continue but anyway they were all quite good as well but i digress um what i was about to say was you hit the point on the head there that you kind of these arcs are set up in transformers and just kind of knocked down and it's yeah I feel like this is the show of all the shows that we're going to watch. This is the one that has the most consistently squandered potential. And that's not to say that Transformers is bad because it isn't and it wouldn't be around for as long as it has been and remain as popular as it has if it was. Um, On an episode to episode basis, I absolutely fucking love Generation 1 Transformers. And I can still watch yeah. it now, as I did this weekend, just for a quick refresh. And it's like being a big kid again. Like, episode to episode, watching Prime and Megatron just go at each other and kick the shit out of each other. And they do. These cartoons are fucking violent, mind you. They get away with it because oh, they're yeah, robots. Absolutely. Like, watching yeah. Prime and Megatron kick the shit out of each other will never fail to be entertaining. That's right. And I think that was one of the things that appealed with the film as well. Um, the, um, the Michael Bay film. Is that you did get it the way they were just knocking lumps out of each yeah. other, but done in a way where because it's not a cartoon because it's you know, it's a CG and it was obviously that much further uh, th- further advanced that they were punching each other and bits were falling off yeah. them because they were fucking robots and that, that was that's some attention to detail something I thought was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. And you know you get things like hoses get cut and so oil and fluid sprays everywhere in a way that you couldn't necessarily yeah. do with blood. So it's always entertaining, but when you look at the the wider story in Transformers, you've got this whole... And the background story, mind you, is phenomenal. Like, possibly better even than Thundercats, I think. Like, the actual work that's gone in... Bearing in mind, this was a fucking toy line. Well, yeah, and, I mean, we've talked before about um, shows that spawn massive toy lines. This was a toy line that spawned a show. Yeah, and and bear in mind now, these are just, yeah, these, these transforming toys, and they're like, well... We need a story like it's easy, okay? You could you could just give us, as I said, Prime and Megatron beating shit out of each other yeah. for ten episodes, and as kids, we'd lap that up. Oh yeah, we'll take that. They didn't do that. What they did instead was they went to fucking Marvel, and Marvel brought in Denny O'Neill. <laughs> now, 
Daniel Neal is arguably one of the greatest comic book writers of all time. And, I mean, you can make of that what you will. I'll, I'll argue with you. I'm a Batman fan. Um, he went and created this, not on his own. He had a writing partner. I forget writing partner. I forget who it was yeah. on the show. Um, but he went and created this hugely rich backstory about the Civil War and you know these two factions on cybertron warring and and the destruction of the planet and like there is so much that could be pulled out of that backstory and put into these characters and given marks move i mean prime's going to have lost people in the war and so is megatron you know there's there's so much that could be brought out of these characters yeah but instead week in week out it's like yeah, Megatron's found an energy source and he's going to use it to make Energon cubes, so let's kick the shit out of him first. Yeah. Roll out! And uh, The thing that made me laugh, I've got to be honest, I, I watched one today, I, I found one on YouTube that I was watching lunchtime, and it's it's episode 60 of this run, it's called Trans-Europe Express, and it's shit for a start. That sounds like a different kind of show. Yeah, um, it's, um, it's shit. It's basically um, the great race, whereby you've got people racing from Paris to Istanbul for some reason. Why you end in Istanbul, I don't fucking know. Um, but coincidentally, Megatron and... Uh, oh, fuck, is it Shockwave or Soundwave? I can't remember his name. Um, Soundwave. They're in um, they're in Istanbul looking for an artifact called the Pearl of something or other, which has a fairly Middle Eastern Arabic sort of name, which is being referred to by Megatron. Now, and it, as the episode transpires, it's part of um, a weather... Uh, it, it's, it's, an energy, it's an energy source which has been encased in a pure gold... Um, uh, surround to stop it activating because it's part of a weather machine that was used as a weapon um, and when it first no, when it crash landed on Earth um, after no, as part of the Civil War um, it, it activated and nearly destroyed the planet so it was encased in this golden uh, surround and buried in no, the outer regions of a valley outside Istanbul but when Megatron's looking for it he still refers to it by this Arabic or Middle Eastern name well, surely he'd be referring to it as whatever it's called on Cybertron. But the whole episode is just like, it's just so fucking far-fetched. Because they, they, again, they had all this background to it, but it just, it kind of fell on its ass because they were so lazy in the way they, they wrote what the MacGuffin was, effectively. Yeah. Um, and then the other big disappointment was a prime one in it. The only, Which is the only, mental. Yeah, the only um, major order boat was in it was Bumblebee. Hmm. Bumblebee, by the way, is the shittest Autobot. Oh yeah, yeah. How how did we get a film franchise centered around Bumblebee? How did that happen? I don't know. I mean, the, I think the, the problem with the film franchise, the Michael Bay film franchise, is that because in the cartoon they could turn into a thing, whereas uh-huh. in, in, they get scanned when yeah. when the ship crashes, they get repaired by like this fucking little scanny robot thing mm. scans a load of cars yeah. nearby and so, planes for the Decepticons. Yeah. So they and can, that's it. That's all they can turn yeah, into. They can turn into a thing. Whereas yeah. by, in the Michael Bay edition, they can turn into anything. They, they can scan anything themselves, so they can turn into any motherfucking thing they like. So you automatically, you have a car which was shit. It was a beat-up beetle. And all of a sudden, it can become a Mustang. It can become a fucking tank. It can become a Ferrari. It can be whatever the hell it wants. I was like, well, hang on a minute. You're kind of pissing on the people because these characters, which, you know, it's my big thing with reboots and, and sort of um, franchise extensions anyway, is that people do them because they love the source material, but then they piss on the source material. 
and yeah. all of a sudden you've got Bumblebee as the best fucking Transformer ever. But he's shit in the yeah. show, right? That's yeah. not just me. No, no, I, I wonder if whack. I was missing something. I always thought Bumblebee was shit because no. he was like, he was the smallest. He looked the worst because he had them stupid fucking horns on his head. Yes. Which, what what were they for then? And I, th- I th- guess I right did they he's... transfer into the bumper? Is that? I don't know, but I'm, am I right in thinking he's the only Autobot to have those? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. He's got two fucking horns on his head. Yeah. For no discernible reason other than. I can only think is because like old Beatles had like that big chrome bumper in the front. Well, they did, and then the way it was held on is because there were some brackets welded over it, weren't there? So maybe yeah. maybe they're the welded bits. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we're but... thinking too much into this. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he, he, but he was whack. shit. He was absolute yeah. shite. I I only ever liked him because I had, as a, a very small child, I had a yellow beetle toy that I used to pretend was Bumblebee because. It fit on a kind of scale with the Transformers we did have. Like um, we had, we never got Optimus Prime, but we had Ultra Magnus, uh, and we had a couple of others, and it, it kind of fit in the same sort of size. Like you could drive around Ultra Magnus's trailer and things like that. So I used to like him because of that. But yeah, as a as a character in the show, he was absolute bollocks. Yeah, and let's be fair, like when you've got like characters like Hot Rod kicking yeah. around, like what, what do you want the Beatles for when you can have the muscle car? Like what? Well, you know, anyway, yeah, I again, I digress, but Bumblebee, shit. Um, yeah, definitely. So, so yeah, I, I agree. You know, I, I, as we were saying, episode to episode, they all work. Every self-contained episode works. There's a beginning, a middle, and an end. It's very formulaic. There's a MacGuffin. It's yeah. always a source of energy because Megatron wants Energon cubes so that Starscream can dick around with them and lose the Energon cubes, and they have to get more, and those two can fight. And it is same one episode after the other is oh, yeah. constantly that. Yeah, it's like um, the rinse repeat. You know, you never you know exactly what you're getting when you turn up. And when you look at how it was originally set up, you know, when you've got that whole war back on Cybertron, there was a three episode pilot for fuck's sake. Yeah. You know, the the backstory was there. The characters are great, and that like Optimus Prime is is just a shorthand for hero <laughs> to me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, he's absolutely. he's the ultimate leader. Yeah. Um, the, the characters are amazing, but yet they're constantly squandered. Oh yeah, completely. They're massively underused. And I, I mean, so we're talking about you know how the, the continuity is fucked. That seems to be a problem. Is that when you, whenever you get a new iteration, somebody goes, "Well, I didn't like that bit of last. I loved all of this stuff, but I didn't like this bit. So I'm just going to change this bit of backstory. I'm just going to change this bit of character or whatever." And then slowly but surely, every iteration slightly dilutes and dilutes and dilutes. And we're at a point now where there's one called Rescue Bots, which um, I watched with uh, with the kids the other day on the, on Netflix. And it's just, yeah, okay, they might as well just be like Night Rider. They might as well just be talking vehicles because Rubbish. they don't like they do transform, but then they don't do anything when they transform, and then they end up going back to being vehicles again. I rubbish. Thought, well, if you're gonna do that, might as well just make Night Rider. Yeah, that's, that's just rubbish. Yeah, um, which which by the way, Night Rider may appear on this show at some point as well. Yeah, we haven't got that in the list. We should put that down. Yeah, it it's not technically a kid show, is it? But I kind of was. Yeah, I'm. I'm up for doing Night Rider. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So the thing is, like, yeah, there's there's that to it that the characters themselves are squandered, but there's also that it never really had any kind of forward momentum. Like Thundercats, 
that told a complete story. There was yeah. always forward momentum about them establishing themselves on Third Earth and trying to get back to Thundera. And well, that was of... it. There was, there was always an end game as well. There was always an overarching goal. Yes, whereas there is here because everybody wants to get back to Cybertron and Megatron wants to get back first with Energon Cube so he can build a massive weapon and conquer the universe and wipe out the Autobots. Whereas, kind of for Prime and everybody, it's just more about stopping Megatron. It's never yeah. about getting home, yeah, which is what it the, should be. Yeah, but th- there's that. But even like even when you have, I mean, when you have episodes like this, so the one I watched today, the Transit Express one, there's um, Megatron's aim is to get this bit of a weather controlling machine, um, and yes, I think he has to use. A, a, a new metal alloy that's been made for some car that's in the race, and that's the that's the the, the other part of McGuffin. But uh, his plan is to get that so he can take over the Earth. He can use that to destroy the Earth and rebuild it. I said, well, so that kind of pisses on your whole arc of ne- of getting back to, of getting to back Cybertron. Cybertron. Yeah, and there, there's in, there are too many of the individual episodes where the overall goal is not mentioned. It's not part of the plan. No, it's not important because it's all about these really fucking well-designed transforming robots yes because they're going to shit out of each other yeah because they're going to sell a boatload of those so yeah and and it is that and you know you can you can see it when you look at the character designs and let's be fair there are more fucking transformers than there are stars in the fucking sky like oh yeah absolutely it's it's, it's like he-man and mask put together yeah like every episode would be like oh and here's a random transformer for this week that you'll never see again yeah, but um, we'll charge you twenty bucks for the toy. Yeah, and and you know they're all designed perfectly. Like even oh, yeah. down, even down when you look at your core transformers, you know, you look at the design that's gone into say Prime's facial features, where his his yeah. mouth is that kind of, I think it's kind of like his mudguard, isn't it? His, his mouth yes. just slightly moves up and down, yeah. as opposed to then you'll see someone like uh, Bumblebee who's got like a, a fully functioning face because yeah. his bumper's on top of his head. So th- th- like the thought behind how they all fit it, into those vehicles is, is but there. But not only that, if you look at the way they transform, they tra- they transform in the way that the toys are moved and manipulated. Yes, they do. So Prime kind of doubles back on himself. And... He doubles back on himself and also his, his arms come out of his side where the doors would be and like, the wheel yeah. arches would be. So they come out and um, like um, Ultra Magnus and the Optimus Prime were the same. In fact, it was the same lorry, just one was white and one was blue and red. Um, but like they, so they came out in the same way. Um, Hot Rod, like when he, um, you see him, he, when he transforms into his, his his robot side or his humanoid side, his the the sides of the vehicle so switch switch around him to to flip, flip over his arms. That's because when you transformed the the toy from car to robot, you had to you had to flip the. Um, the front, the, the front axle through 180 degrees to then get something else to clip on. So they right. they, they even designed the cartoon to replicate that action so that kids would know how to do it. I mean that's that's fucking clever. I know? mean the, the the attention to detail in that is fucking awesome. However, one thing I never got well, there's a couple of things I never got with the toys. Two in particular. Right? One is Megatron. Right. Megatron, not just the toys, actually, the transforming itself, right? Megatron turns into a handgun for another transformer. Useless. Yeah? Useless, useless, useless. Not only useless, right, but in order to do that, there must be so much empty space inside his chassis for him to condense yeah, down that true. far. Into, well, because he, he, if you look at some of the episodes, he is bigger than the likes of Bumblebee and Sideswipe and stuff like that. So when if he's if he's then going down to be the size of a handgun for somebody like Starscream, 
where's all of his gubbins going? Where's all his motors and everything going? Because he is becoming really, really fucking small. Yeah, I mean, so, he's the gun is proportionately sized for a Transformer. It's not like a human-sized gun, but yeah, it's still yeah, it's smaller it's, it's, than a Transformer itself, isn't it? Well, that's it. In terms of his mass, his mass needs to go somewhere. Yeah. It, and in order to, so that, that always bugged me. Um, I don't know why, maybe because I'm sad. Um, but yeah, that was something that always struck me. The other one was, like, when Prime transforms, he goes from being a, a lorry with a trailer to being Prime. He pops up and his his cab, his his tractor unit, his his vehicle part rather than the trailer is his robot, right? Yeah. Where does his trailer go when he's not in it? Well, I've often thought that as well. That is something that bothers me. But then on top of that, right, Ultra Magnus, who was just like you know, made for the uh, made for the movie to to you know, pass the torch from Prime to uh, to Hot Rod, he is also a lorry, but his trailer is a, tra- is a car transporter as opposed to as opposed to being um, a container trailer, right? That forms part of his robot. So his robot transport his 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 tractor unit and his trailer become his robot, which is the same fucking size as Prime. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, does it? Also, Prime had that little robot that lived inside the trailer as well. Yes, he did. I forgot. About Where that. did that come from? Well, yeah. I forget so its name, but he had that little. It was like a little robot thing on tracks, wasn't it? And yeah. it came out of the trailer. Yeah, and I never got like. Okay, we're 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 in a world, we're in a universe where there are talking fucking robots from another planet. So asking about the physics is probably a little bit redundant. But how do you how does that work? How does that some transfer of mass work? Because those three in particular, and probably others, I can't remember, they defy the laws of physics. Yeah, but like you say, talking robots from space. Yeah, but still, who can transform into things? I'm on board with that, but it has to fit in with the physics of this planet, obviously. Uh yeah, I I mean yeah, maybe it's... maybe he just I don't know magically summons his trailer when he transforms. But then it's got nothing pulling it. So how does it? It's just travel? it's just like when Cringer wind... transforms into Battle Cat and all of a sudden he's covered it's in armor. There. Where does the armor yeah. come from? <laughs> yeah, true. It 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 sort of magically appears. You don't see it fly on. It's not like Centurions where it all kind of fucking bolts onto them. Yeah. I guess that's, just... that's, that, I mean, that's 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 another one. That I, I... The, the the bit that I... bothers me more about the trailer is that sometimes yeah. he transforms and he doesn't have the trailer, and other times he transforms and he does have the trailer. So yeah. if he can pick yeah. and choose, then why why would you have it ever? No, it's not as if he's ever carrying anything in it, is it? I know, and if it's in his body, then surely you can't pick and choose. So the trailer well, yeah. definitely can't be part of his body. Yeah. But the trailer isn't part of his body, whereas Ultra Magnus is, is. So why are they the same size? Because the truck is the same, but then the trailer would make him about nine foot taller. Yeah. Again, that doesn't fucking work. And in all fairness to the toy, the Ultra Magnus toy was about three times the size of Optimus Prime. I mean... Because you just had the tractor unit. I guess it depends where Ultra Magnus is keeping the trailer. Well, it was it was part of his body. So he had the um, the, 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 the tractor unit, so which the bit was the same as Prime, that that's sort of connected with the body, and then it's all folded in together. So it was all part of the same thing. So then, so if you look at Ultra Magnus, um, you know, you had the big frame where you know you had the red and blue body, which was the was part of his trailer. Hmm. So yeah, it just doesn't make any sense that his is part of him. Prime's isn't, but they're the, they're the same size, even though one has a trailer built in and one doesn't. Giant talking robots from space. Giant talking robots from space. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, yeah. Let's go with that. 
Yeah, okay. Um, so we, we've kind of covered it narratively. I don't think there's anything in here that we're going to pull out that's a revelation to anybody. It's a cartoon about giant talking space robots punching each other yeah. in the face till they bleed. Um, yeah. Which I, I'm happy with, I've got to be honest. Yeah, so am I. Um, a couple of other things that, that are noticeably actually quite bad. <laughs> the theme tune is nowhere near as good as you remember it, I promise you. No. It's quite no, bad. I remember it being awesome, but yeah, I was very disappointed with that. Yeah, that was a that was a real shock the first time I experienced that. The, as an adult. the whole synth thing sounds awful, and then when you've got the um, the old share overdubbing robot voices, yep, that was f- oh man, it's bad, isn't it? I I was genuinely disappointed, and when I saw, that was the first thing I saw, I thought, oh shit, this is going to be kind of ridiculous of the whole series. Mm. Oh man, I I, I <coughs> it's equally bad then when you see the intro when that is laid over. The animation which is not good that's the only way i can put it it's not <laughs> it's not good it, it's a product of its time though isn't it you know it's it's better than some and not as good as others i mean when you hold it up against something like thundercats though and i and i will keep comparing this to thundercats but it's like oh yeah i think that's fair i mean they were no, they're fairly contemporaneous and they're of a similar standard they are i i think you know he-man is the more obvious comparison in that they were both designed to sell toys. Um, but I feel like this kind of reaches slightly more for the same kind of thing as Thundercats <coughs> with that overarching story and just never, ever gets to with even, you know, yeah. with even a mile of, of it, whereas Thundercats nails that perfectly. He-Man yeah. was never really too concerned with that. It was just like, yeah, here's a bunch of fucked up looking mutant dudes punching each yeah. other in the face and chopping each other with swords and yeah, yeah. who loves barbarians just, um, you love barbarians here he is it's he-man yeah. you know that's yeah it's just a right freaks on parade yeah um I, in, in later years you know he-man's continuity did did develop you know and i when i say later years i mean really quite recently um yeah. you know we we did start to, to retcon some stuff onto he-man and it has grown now into a into a universe all of itself um yeah. but originally it was a bunch of cartoons about roid freaks punching each other in the face um, yeah you know much like transformers is about robots punching each other in the face whereas thundercats was was just that little bit more it did it did have an overarching story there and as we've yeah, talked about when we've talked about thundercats before it's it is a real kind of sci-fi epic it's consciously quite similar to star wars in a lot of ways um yes but that's not a bad thing no that's right i mean you look at i mean you look at um so there are a lot of similarities with um, ulysses as well yeah uh with transform with transformers and so the way that pans out so yeah i mean that i mean we're not talking about transformers we've done that before but there just seems to be there's there's a lot more sophistication in the writing than you've got in in, in transformers in terms Definitely. of they they use what they had, whereas Transformers went to all the trouble of building this universe and then never fucking used it. No, never used it at all. Not even in the film, really. You know, they touched on it briefly and they tried to sort of expand on things with the, the spark of leadership and, and things like that, which, you know, yeah. Michael Bay would later riff on with the all spark and stuff as well. So some yeah. stuff there. And yeah, the, the film was a little more solid. Um, yes. But ultimately, the film was still just a way to sell new versions of old toys uh, yeah. Galvatron and, and Rodimus Prime uh, to yeah. name did they two. ever make a Unicron toy yes yeah there was a Unicron toy 
I never saw one, but that would have been awesome. Yeah, I fucking swear. If there not was, really I, fucking I, Unless I'm misremembering this, I swear there was a Unicron, because I'm pretty sure I can remember creating fuck to get one. Um, I never did. Um, but I'm sure there was a Unicron toy. Uh, I, I'll, I'll just look I'll now. just doodle this motherfucker. Doodle? Google this motherfucker now. <laughs> I'll doodle it yes, as well. Yes, was. Um, it comes up as yeah. Unicorn toys in Google. That's not what I want. Yeah, now if you go through um, Wiki, um, a prototype was created for Unicorn Toy as far back as 1986, but owing to cost concerns, it never made it into production. Oh, well, no, I could have sworn they Late, Later versions were, later versions did. Ah, they So go, when you yeah. go into like, Beast Wars and shit like that, it was um, Beast Wars Neo Unicron. Um, um, well, there, there was, he says it's a prototype. Um, Armada Unicorn f- uh, figure came out with some sort of mini cons. So, yeah, they had them later on. Um, Kind of based on the Death Star um, toy, toy playset you were getting from uh, for Star Wars around at the end of the uh, end of the nineties, so um, they did, but not a proper Transformers stand. Yeah, okay, yeah, because I mean Transformers toys. I feel like we're talking about everything other than the Generation One show on this podcast, but there's just so much associated with it. But Transformers toys, especially after Generation One and Two, hmm. what the fuck happened to them? Like, because they went really shitty and plasticky with... Well, yeah, they kind of went Lego, didn't they? I mean, Lego was always... It was a case of you could build fucking anything with Lego. If you could imagine it, you can build it, sort of thing. Uh, and then the more and more they got into it, the more popular it became. Was like, right, to make it cheaper and easier for people, we'll kind of pre-mold a lot of it. Yeah. So then all, all of a sudden you don't have to do the same. And Transformers kind of did the same thing. We, it's a, we'll make it so you haven't actually got to think about how... You haven't got to work out how to transform it. You just you know, bend his arms back or bend his legs back and it's done. And they became far too simple for their own good. Yeah, but just even in the kind of build quality of it... Oh, yeah. I but swear, again, that's just no mass production. I it? swear, and again, I could be misremembering, right? But I swear my original Transformers toys were had a kind of metallic sheen to them. Like, they were plastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they looked like metal. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking back because I've only got a few left. Um, but um, the the Ultra Magnus um, vehicle part, the trailer went years ago, but the the vehicle part was still got. It's in pretty bad nick now. It's battered, but it's no, nearly four year old. Um, that that had some metal components, and then the rest of it was kind of like kind of like a glossy plastic. Yeah, right. Whereas then in later years they and were then, just like 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 this cheap dull plastic. Yeah. I mean, I had, um, I remember being given, I wouldn't have thought this Beast Wars could have been too old by the time that came out, but maybe it was like um, Gen 2. Um, but it, they were like, um, it was in, it was sort of, some sort of exosuit effect. Which, you know, um, the one I had was like a, a grizzly, bear, a, a warrior grizzly bear type thing. And it had a transformer inside it. And then the, another one was like, no, it was a Decepticon. It had some sort of, sort of gargoyle bodysuit and then had a, a flying thing inside it. Um, but like, even they were re- really cheap-looking plastic. Yeah. Yeah. They... I'll, I'll, if I've got time, I'll go and pull them out of the attic and uh, and uh, stick a picture online. Um, but yeah, they just didn't. It's like they didn't spend the money because they could. No, they realised actually, if we use plastic instead of metal, it'll save us some money, and we could we could charge the same amount or more because of inflation, um, and make a bit more money on it. And yeah, the build quality just went to shit. Yeah, they went terrible. Like and I you... still really fondly remember my my Optimus Prime. <laughs> And looking back on it, it probably wasn't metal, but I swear it was just because it looked like 
die-cut metal, you know, there were shiny chrome bits on it, and it, and the plastic well, yeah, was I mean, reflected, and he had a bit of battle damage, and yeah, like the the, the Doctor Madness I had, the the legs were the sort the the feet up to the up to the thigh was plastic, and then what would effectively be the femur, where where it bent, where where the um the the the, the, the leg part of the chassis would link to the body part of the chassis, that was metal, and then the so the arms, where the arms folded back and round to make the cab, that was plastic. But then the, the hinged bit where the windows were that came down in his chest was, and that's where his head lived when he was in lorry mode. He tucked his head through 180 yeah. degrees and it was inside. That hinged bit was metal. And then the head was plastic, I think. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, the, 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 they did seem to have a lot better quality on them. And you see them now. And it, it's, it's all plastic. And it's like, you, know, you, you fold it and click it and fold it and you're done. Yes. And it, yeah, it's just—it's such a such a waste. It is, it is. But I mean that—that that can be said, I think, of the franchise in general. Um, aside from, I think the comics have always been consistently better as years yeah, go no, on. I've, I've, I've um, not had, I mean, I've not had much to do with the comics. I mean, I, I knew that Marvel had been involved early on. I wasn't aware that they exist. That Transformers existed in the Marvel universe. Oh, they—they they um, full on were in the Marvel Universe, like interacting with yeah. fucking Spider-Man and all sorts. Like, Well, I was going to say, there's, um, there's a, on the wiki page, there's um, a, a screenshot, a shot of the cover of um, Transformers, uh, Transformers, uh, Tra- there, can't speak, Transformers number three, in which uh, Megatron is being attacked by Spider-Man. And also um, in the um, description of that, of that, uh, that issue, uh, Nick Fury is in it as well. Oh, there you go. So, as I, I had no idea this, no, I, I knew, Marvel had had a stake in it as much as Marvel had stakes in all sorts of properties that we've talked about. I didn't realize they, they existed in that universe. Yeah, um, I mean those original comics were very similar to the the Gen One TV show, but as as time would go on, you know some of the some of the later comics, um, I think it was Dynamite run with it as well as IDW. But some of those later ones actually mm. took a decent stab at this this kind of overarching story and this this chronology that. That exists and and that they were quite good so they've got consistently better i feel other than that everything else has just got consistently worse where transformers is concerned it's got messier and just not as good um i'm saying that as somebody that's never seen any of the newer cartoons so <laughs> they could be okay but yeah i mean as i i, I watched um rescue bots was it last week or the week before um with uh with my nephew and it just doesn't hold up um at all and as i was i was disappointed i couldn't find more of these as i've, I've got dvds here somewhere but say well, we've only lived here eight months so i can't rush these things um but when i dig those out my plan is them to show those to the kids because they'll get more out of those than they will out of the crap that's on now yeah oh definitely definitely well i hope anyway because you know, some of the shit they're like i wouldn't be surprised but yeah, um, I've just dug some of my comics out. Um, Dreamwave and IDW um, are the yes. ones that I've yeah. got. Now, there may be more after those as well, but I don't remember it changing from IDW. Um, I don't remember it doing so anyway. But No, it's IDW is 2005 to present. Um, yeah, I mean, one, one thing we haven't talked about, um, obviously being... Um, being a Hasbro product as well, um, was the crossovers with toy franchises. Oh, um, they were loads. And they're, they're talking about I doing mean, this in, big, the, in the movie universe as well, aren't they? 
Yeah, like, yeah. Um, I've, I've kind of drifted out of some what's going on with the films at the moment because there's just so much going on. Um, but yeah, you know, if G.I. Joe pops up here, there and everywhere, and so they, they crash into other stuff. Um, I'll be, I'd be very surprised if some things like masks don't pop up as well because it would just kind of make sense. There is, or at least there was, definite talk about a G.I. Joe slash Transformers Hasbro universe. This is going back about a year and a half, two years ago. Um, But there was definite talk of all of those existing in a shared universe um, because everybody wants more G.I. Joe films, right? Well, yeah, they were fucking awesome. I've never seen either of them. um, But... Well, maybe the second one will be um, fodder for... Oh, it's that good, is it? Okay. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Excellent. Um, Yeah. Um, Yeah, one thing I hadn't realised, one of the many things I hadn't realised, but just reading it now, is that um, GoBots were actually owned by Hasbro as well. Get the fuck. Um, they were they were a competitive a competitive brand at one point. Tonka developed them, but then Hasbro bought them out in nineteen ninety one. You have blown my fucking mind. So yeah, there was um, there was an alternate universe within Transformers, um, which was set up um, in the early nineties um, with the animated series Challenge of the Gobots and the follow up film Gobots Battle of Rock Lords. So uh, it's all retcon to fit in with the Transformers universe. My jaw is on the fucking floor. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to pick mine up to read that. That was that's blown my head. That's really fucking big this week. I mean, GoBots, I think might be on our list this time out. If it's not, we should add it. It's yes, certainly, th- yes, it is. It's certainly been on the list on who wins for a long, long time. We've had GoBot. Yeah. I think it's GoBots and Transformers that we've got on there. It's definitely, but GoBots are definitely on there. Um, yeah. What the fuck? I I just I always know, thought I... of GoBots as like the the fucking you know own brand Transformers like that. <laughs> I yeah I I kind of thought they were I I thought they were a, a pale imitation actually they came yeah from... they they're like the fucking happy shop at Poundland Transformers. Yeah, but that started in nineteen eighty three, so it actually started before Transformers. No fucking way. <laughs> yeah. You see, this is why I don't do research, guys. <laughs> this has blown my fucking mind. I'm learning along with you, listeners. Um, wow! Like how? Okay, so this makes sense because that's why Transformers is so much fucking better than GoBots because yeah, GoBots with a rough draft, I guess. Um, well, yeah, absolutely. But I think, there, I think there was enough about them for Hasbro to go. You know what? People are getting them mixed up. People think they're kind of the same thing, and we're losing out on sales because GoBots are cheaper and all the rest of it. So fuck it, we'll just buy them out. Wow. And then we'll make them make them part of our universe. People will still buy them, but we won't give them the same treatment. And ultimately, GoBots will fuck off and die, and Transformers will win out. Wow. So there genuinely could be a Transformers versus GoBots movie. Yeah. Take all my fucking money now. Just uh, abso- someone absolutely. make that film. Yeah, absolutely. Sign me up. Jesus. Um. Right. Okay. Just to touch on it briefly, then we'll do a GoBot episode. But the fucking gap in quality between Transformers and GoBots, even as a child, I knew mm. was massive. Yeah. Like I, I said, the animation in Transformers is is bad. GoBots was appalling. I said the storytelling in Transformers was bad. What story in GoBots? Like even the character design, like they they barely looked like they could move, let alone yeah. transform into things. They were terrible. Yeah. 
They were, but again, they had no. I mean, they did sixty-five episodes as well. They got the syndication hey, as well. I'm excited to go back and watch GoBots because I bet you, I bet you, it's better than Transformers if we go back and look at it. You know, I. <laughs> fucking bet you it's got a much better story than transformers i just know as a kid if ever gobots was on like i'd watch it because still flying robots punching each other so i'm in but i was always watching it going like yeah but this isn't transformers is it this is fucking it's not it's, it's not trans it's not transformers but i like quote gobots dealt with two opposing forces of transforming robots from the planet's gobotron the heroic guardians and the evil renegades the Guardians were led by Leader, oh sorry, Leader 1, while the Renegades were led by Psykill. The characters rarely had guns instead of shooting energy blasts out of their fists. The female robots in the series, such as Crasher, were built like the males, but with some st- distinguishing female features, i.e. they had tits. Gobots, or, uh, Gobots origins uh, as Gobings accounted for the presence of gender among the robots. Uh, the series generally focused on a small number of robots from each faction, um, let me give some names, who um, were virtually ever present with other characters seemingly rotating in guest star roles. Gobots had no clear division between the two factions. The characters had no identifying signals or markings to indicate their allegiance, although it was indicated on the toy packaging. Likewise, there was no commonality of design with each faction. The only theme to sides anything turned into a monstrous looking robot or vehicle was a renegade. So, yeah, it's not Transformers at all. No, nothing like it. Um, uh, guess, guess where I lost all of that and fell down the rabbit hole? Tits. Uh, tits and gender. Um... Yeah, I'm fascinated by the idea of robots birthing actual gendered other robots. That's fascinating to me. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean it's it's quite funny. I mean, uh, Transformers did it as well with oh, what was her name? There was Marcy. a pink one, wasn't there? Yeah. Now, uh, originally, it was. I don't know how they've got to this point. It's, it's written in the wiki page. So I'm not sure how they've how this has been um, how this has been actually decided, but. There, there weren't any um, gendered Transformers. They were all, they had no concept of gender. But RC's backstory is that um, female Autobot RC appeared, despite the comic book stating Transformers had no concept of gender, her backstory being that um, she was built by the Autobots to quell human accusations of sexism. What the actual fuck? Yeah, that's bollocks. Now, that's attributed to somebody as well, so what dickhead said that's, that? That's to sell toys to girls, is all that is. Uh, therefore so reinforcing the, gender stereotypes exactly so that's written by oh that's by um, Simon Furman and Andrew Wilding uh, Andrew Wildman who in the um, in in Transformers 234 uh, Prime's Rib <laughs> motherfucker what a title I know uh, and, and there again listeners I, I point the finger of blame at these episodic stories like look that made me laugh. I want to see it. I'll buy it. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. There's an episode called Prime's Rib where there's a girl Transformer and they'll all yep. punch each other until they fall over and then maybe go and have a big robot orgy. But yeah, Jesus Christ, we all know that's bad, right? It's just entertaining. Oh, it, it, it gets worse. Really? So Hit me in with Gen it. 2, in Gen 2, the story revealed that Transformers originally breed asexually although it's stopped by uh, by Primus as it produces the evil swarm. A new empire, neither Autobot nor Decepticon, is bringing it back, however. Through the year-long arc, wrapped itself with the alliance between Optimus Prime and Megatron, a final panel introduced Liege Maximo, ancestor of the Decepticons. So, yeah, even, even they had Transformers giving birth. Wow. I missed all what of this. F- fucking hell, man. 
So, I just assumed that Transformers were, like, created. Built. Yeah. Yeah. They're robots that were built. Yeah, like, maybe there was some kind of omnipotent AI sort of thing that commanded a legion of smaller robots that put together Transformers. Yeah, that's kind of what I always assumed as well, that they were robots unless they had to be made. Like, I know when you, by the time you get to the, um, the, the Bay movies, you know, they are, they are transforming robots, but they have, they're people, they have personalities and all this sort of stuff, so they're not just robots, but I don't know, I just always kind of, I, I was always hoping it was just, no, they were built in a factory somewhere. At at some point, there's a conveyor belt just rolling out Optimus Primes. They, they've never been just robots. They all no, have no, personality, no. but I, yeah, yeah, I got the impression they were very much created and, and put together rather than or, birthed. Yeah, or bred. Yeah, because they haven't... They don't have parts. Like, not that we can see anyway. Like, I, I've never seen a Transformer dick, for instance. This is Much true. less, we only know of one female. So... Well, I don't know, maybe she's a good time had by all. I mean, unless she transforms into a literal bike, um, <laughs> which she doesn't. So... No, she's some form of lame sports car, isn't she? Yeah, she's just yeah, she's like a little pink, like, like a fucking, ma- like a, a fucking Mazda Five or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, a, like a, a proper coupe. hairdresser car. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so, I mean, she's a busy girl. Well, seemingly so. You know, we're talking Smurfette level busy here. Maybe she's smurfing everybody in the parking lot as well. Well, what, what would the term be? It's not smurfing here. It's <laughs> no, like I said, I don't, I, I don't want to try and think of when I'll be here all day. It's definitely not transforming. I don't know no. what it is. Mm. No. Yeah, so I don't know. But so anyway, for any listeners who want to coin a term for what happens when transformers fuck, please let us know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Rolling out, maybe. I don't know. I'm grasping here. Yeah. Also, that implies rolling implies a sort of floppy. Well, kind of being unfurled. Yeah, I mean, you know, there are there are fire engines, so true. But let's move okay, on this, from transformer deck. This we? is yeah, this is going downhill fast. This this is going nowhere good. <laughs> I can tell you that for a fact. Um, yeah, it's yeah. Like we've so, never been away. It, yeah, it is really, isn't it? So I think. It's a weird one, isn't it? Because like the, the voice performances are are good. They they are excellent. The voice performances are, yeah, are excellent, I mean, and, and they lend a lot to our sort of interpretation of these characters. You they know do, and I, I think I like the way as well. Like um, the voices of Megatron and Starscream, and most of the Decepticons actually are treated um, to make them a bit more shrill and a bit more annoying. Yes. And like the the Autobots, they're not all sort of deep and gravelly, but you know, they are a bit more clear. They're more what you'd expect from it on what was on television at the time. You sort of, your Prime has a very sort of Walter Cronkite sort of voice to him. Um, and then you get sort of Megatron, which is very annoying and very sort of pointedly just shit and bitchy. And just, again, just makes him not likable. But no, that's that's not the performance. That's the that's the, the effect they put on after it. But they do it with Starscream. They do it with a lot of the um, like the little um, the little ones, the little Decepticons that come out of... Um, Soundwave, they've all got really naggy, whingy voices as well, just to make yeah. them just to make them less likable. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that that's all good. Yeah. yeah, but then the animation is serviceable. 
I yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's not the worst we've seen by any means. It's not the best, but it's not the worst we've seen. But but even the artwork itself, I feel the design of the Transformers is, is phenomenal. Hmm. But the actual artwork is, is pretty fucking bad. Like, one yeah. of the special features on, on the DVD, um, the Season 1 box set is like three discs and then a disc of special features. And one of the special features is about 20 minutes long, and it's just a, a gag reel, I guess you could call it, but with a with a commentary of all of the animation fuck-ups. How do you fuck up animation? It's honestly, it's astounding. And you can see it, like watching it now with a, with a careful eye, you don't even need this to point it out to you. Like, there are all sorts of weird proportional things wrong with the drawings. Like, the... The Transformers change size. Sometimes even individual body parts change size. So you might see like Megatron well, with giant legs and a tiny torso. Oh, maybe you should please to see somebody. Yeah, you get like you get repeated sequences, not just repeat frames. Okay. Like entire repeated sequences. You get freeze frames because they didn't draw a cell. You get <laughs> it's oh, bad. Man. It's really, really bad. Yeah, um, because, because I haven't been able to track down that much of it, I've not seen that many. But I, to be honest, I didn't notice. But oh man, it's bad. Um, but yet, you know, as a kid, you don't care because it's giant robots punching each other. Well, yeah, that's it. And it's left such a lasting impact. I and I, I don't think I'm just speaking for myself here. In fact, I know I'm not it's left a lasting impact on our generation oh definitely that it's just forgiven and i and i'm fully aware that i am i think i'm giving transformers far more of a pass than i've given to some of the shows that we've looked at like yeah, if this definitely. was any other show i would be ragging it over the coals yeah for a lot of this shit but i just can't hate transformers i can't it's it's not in me like Whenever I put it on, I'm just a kid again. Yeah, and I think that's right. I mean, some of the things we've watched back um, have had that effect. I've been quite happy to sit there and watch them and just sort of you know, have a sort of nostalgic gasm, I guess. Um, and others, I've gone, "What the fuck is this? Why are we watching this? Why mm-hmm. did I, Why did anybody like this? Why did I like it? Why did, Why would anybody like this?" Um, and this one, I think this for me, there's a place for this one. I mean, I, I mean it was. When it was on first, I would have been a bit too young, but then my brother was big into it. We had, we had loads of Transformer toys because my brother was so into it, and then I got into it through him. Um, but yeah, this is another one, like you know, like Transformers, like Turtles, like Ghostbusters. They were the ones that really... They were the ones I grew up with. They were the, sort of the, the earliest ones I can remember absolutely loving. And I would know, if, if the same episode was on every day, I'd still fucking watch it. Yeah. Um, whereas others, I wouldn't. And... You know, I mean, there's stuff that um, the kids watch now, which, again, they, they don't care what episode it is. They're quite happy to watch stuff like Paw Patrol. It's, just, it's an episode they've seen a million times, but they'll put it on because it's Paw Patrol. And I was the same with this. I mean, I don't... I'm, I'm kind of the same way. I'm kind of willing to give it more of a pass than I would for something else. I mean, I mentioned Raccoons earlier. That was something I loved, but watching it back, I wanted to kill myself. Um, yeah. And like, with this, I, I mean... This isn't anywhere near as bad as that anyway. Like we talked about the animation being shit, but the, this isn't. No, this is a good product. It's just it's a product of its time, 
Um, but yeah, I'm quite, I, I could quite easy, even now, quite happy to say, right, well, I'll stick this on. Okay, it's going to look a bit shit on my on my TV or on my computer, but I'll get, I'll allow it because you know it's it's nearly forty years old. Um, I, I kind of know what I'm getting, and I'll just sort of sit there and go with it um, for no other reason than it's Transformers, and that's the the biggest thing I take to the films. Is that yes, I know the films are a bit ropey, um, especially I want to say three, four, and five. Two, I didn't mind. Um, two that is two the one with um, Osama bin Megatron in. Uh, I can't remember where he's like hiding out in the desert. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. Because he did, he didn't die in the first one. Yeah, it's not, bad. it's not, it's, it's not <laughs> that one. Though. It's not that's not the one I'm thinking of. Which is the one with the um, the Dinobots in? That's three. I think. Right. Okay. I think whichever that's one, three. Whichever one that was, I quite like that one. Or maybe it's four. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. It, it had Dinobots in it, so yeah, fuck it. Um, that's why I liked it. Um, so, but I've I've got a bit of a soft, soft spot for those films as well because just because they're Transformers and because I know what I'm getting with them. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. B- Bumblebee I've not seen. Um, I, I've seen the, the five Transformers movies. I've not seen Bumblebee yet. Um, I'll pick it up at some point because, yeah, it's Transformers. It's apparently decent. But, I mean, yeah. It's got John Cena in it. It can't be that fucking good. You're dead right. Like We haven't we haven't even, even touched on the Dinobots. Um, but I fucking... That and, the, that and the Constructicons, I fucking love those. Yeah, I mean... Fucking hell! Giant robots and dinosaurs. Like what? Fucking what? Preteen boy is not gonna love that. Like, well, yeah, exactly. That was um, a, that was a home run in anybody's book, and I I loved Dinobots and and yeah, when when the I, I, the more I think about it, the more I think it might be four rather than three. I don't know, but I just that remember would make the, sense because it's it's called Age of Extinctions. So that would make sense. Yeah, I just remember the promotional material. For yeah. that film, which just had was... an image of fucking Prime on top of, I, and yeah, just... on top on top of well, Grimlock with on the, top the of sword. Grimlock, just riding Grimlock, and I was just like, and I another take one I all loved. of my money. Like I don't care if the yeah. film is shit. I just want yes. to see that. That like... was it. And another another poster I loved because it was such an obvious piss take was you had um, Grimlock's silhouette just on a on a, a grey poster. Um, and his silhouette in the exact scale and pose of the Jurassic Park poster. Awesome. And I've not, I've not seen it for years. I'm trying to track it down because it was an amazing image. Um, and yeah, I just remember absolutely geeking out. I was I was, I was so happy without yeah. seeing the film that I was going to get Dinobots. And I mean, they're in that film for all of five minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. And I don't think they appear in the fifth one from memory. But they're awesome when they're in it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, and like we we had um, I said we had loads of Transformer toys. We didn't have the full set of Dinobots. We had Grimlock and we had uh, fucking the Triceratops one. I can't think of its name. Was it Slag only... or Stag or something like that? Yeah, something like that. I can only remember Grimlock off the top of my head now. Yeah, we had those two. Um, and yeah, they lasted for fucking donkey's years. But they they were a bitch to transform. They were really they were, fiddly. They? And... Dinobots were difficult. Yeah, because they were the the Triceratops one. You had to kind of pull up. It was kind of, it was kind of, it was armor over the ribs, effectively. Because you you split it from underneath, and then it came came up like wings, so you could move the legs around and shit. Yeah, and they were just really difficult to transform, as you can remember. And the Grimlock we had didn't have a head for very long because that was really awkward as well. Yeah, so the um the the pterodactyl or pterodon was swoop. Yeah, when you were Imagine thinking if... of. of stag or whatever you were thinking of the triceratops um yeah who's actually called slag ah there you go 
how we couldn't remember that is beyond me. Well, well, I did say slag or stag. Yeah. Uh, and how that was, I guess slag's not really a thing in America, is it? But no, that's right. God, that shit writes itself, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, I actually, I vaguely remember. I can't. I think it's in. It must be in the movie where they 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 they're, they're meeting somebody they have met and he goes, me Grimlock, me slag. And I remember seeing that when I was about twelve and pissing myself. Yeah. Because of the connotations of slag. That that's fucking funny. Um, also apologies to the impression that was fucking awful yeah uh, I don't know it was, it's alright I guess I can't really I can't place that scene to know how good it was but it's not a bad Grimlock it was uh, it'll do vaguely Neanderthal so yeah I'll sorry my it. life I'll allow it um, <laughs> yeah, yeah um, so I, I don't know what what else I've really got to say like I was hoping especially when we we brought Transformers up. I, I think it's probably been about maybe three or four years since I've really dove into the cartoon. As I say, it's always kind yeah. of been me. But I was hoping I'd be able to go back and, and just pull at something. I was hoping we'd be able to get into this like we got into Thundercats. Yeah. But it is shallow as a paddling pool, unfortunately. Um, but in this case, I will allow it to be shallow as a paddling pool. I will allow it to be poorly animated. And I will allow it to be, in fact, quite poorly drawn in places because the voice acting and the character design and the world design is just so exceptional. And it, it is, is and exceptional, I, you know? It, it is. And I think that, I mean, as I said earlier on, the thing that does it for me is the fact that Yes, okay, for, for all the things you just said, yes, it's poorly animated in places. Yes, it's some of the uh, the arcs are a bit shitty, and we, we can live with that. But because of the the place that I've not, it's, it's always upheld for me. That's what the, 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 the sentimentality and significance has always had to me. I was, I was coming, I was dreading doing this episode because we've done this before where we've really looked forward to going back and watching something, we've really looked forward to talking about something. And then we end up shitting on large portions of our childhoods. And I was really afraid that was going to happen here, especially when I started watching a couple back and went, okay, it doesn't look great. And yeah, okay, it hasn't aged that well. And yeah, all right, we can we can kind of, you know, we're going to have to kind of go with it. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's one of those, I'm, I can't bring myself to think badly of it, even for all the flaws we pointed out. Yeah, nor can I. And it, it does it's more than the sum of its parts is the thing it is flawed in a lot of ways but i don't know somehow just in the same way that like really shit action movies like a michael yeah. bay movie for instance <laughs> just in the way that they somehow work this oh yeah somehow works providing you just buy into it and providing you go with it um, yeah, you take this for what it is, and it's absolutely legendary. It's amazing. You will be. It was very difficult to find fault with it. If you take it for what it is, which is a kids' action show with giant fucking talking robots from outer space, what's not to like? There you go. Oh, by yeah. the way, some. By the way, some of them turn into dinosaurs. Fuck me. Yeah. You know, it's it's like the perfect show for any any boy under ten. It completely is, isn't it? It, it is. It has been laser targeted at preteen boys, like. Yeah. Here's a bunch of in, giant in, in robots. The, in the 80s, listen. Yeah. 
let's, let's, let's qualify that. No, I'm not 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 saying that you know, that girls can't watch it. I, no, but that the, at the time it was made, that was bang on where that demographic was aimed. That's that's exactly who they were aiming for because kids will buy toy no, boys will buy toy robots, boys will buy cars, boys will die, buy dinosaurs. Girls may not. But they made it's fine but they, because no, then are, they made a pink one that turns into a cute little coupe. Yeah. So girls who can also buy that boobs. one. Yeah, it's like the Lego Friends thing, isn't it? You know, all all they need to do to make Lego appeal, appeal more to girls is is where they have you no know, Lego hair, stick, get one with a ponytail on it. But instead, they built an entire range of like cutesy Lego scenarios where the with female characters who are all you know, best friends forever, and you know, they all go on these little adventures and all this sort of shit. And in reality, that's not what people wanted. Now, there's a generation of people coming through with it now who are taking to it because there's an uh, an animated show and stuff like that. But when it first came out, it was just like, what do we? How do we make Lego more appealing to girls? Do we need to? Yeah, of course we do. Of course we do. Uh, what can we do? Isn't Lego just like a unisex toy, though? Well, yeah, but the I mean, again, they looked at some of the marketing and stuff, and looked at where, where the sales were coming, and predominantly because they predominantly make lorries and cars and planes and spaceships and stuff like that, there was nothing they felt appealed to a a female child demographic. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Instead of saying, right, well, what what can we build? Because Lego's about building shit. So, what can we build? Rather than doing that and saying, right, well, kids, you know, kids will play with it, whatever it is. I mean, you know, Chris, my kids will play with it. If you give them, a, give them a box of blocks, they'll make something themselves. They don't need sets. You know. They've got a couple of sets, and they really love building them and playing with them. But if you give them the blocks, they'll make something. Mm. But but instead, they went down this route of making the, uh, you know, Lego Friends, which has, you know, I think there's four or five characters who appear in the TV show. So all the sets have some of these characters in them. And then we, we got one uh, a couple of months ago for, um, for Jess. And it's it's like a a ski resort type thing where there's some yeah you have to build this you you, you build the chalet you build the slopes you build the chairlift and all this sort of shit and it's really intricate stuff like that but it's it's kind of trying to make more of a scenario of it whereas the, the the stuff that's aimed at boys it's more cars and cranes and aeroplanes and shit like that and there's no need for it no and it's exactly the same as Transformers have done by introducing RC they've gone ah we need a girl one so girls can empathise with it. Girls want to play with Transformers if there's a girl one. If, if if girls are interested in transforming robots, they'll play anyway. Yeah, I and which to be fair is something that it's kind of contemporaries didn't pander to girls in that way. Like yes, there was a female Thundercat because there was Chitara, um, and in fact there was and you also had Wiley Kit as well. I was about to say there was there was Kit as well. But they were there from the start, and they actively contributed yeah. to the storyline of the show. Same with He Man. Like yes, we had Shira. But we also had the Sorceress, and we also had Evil Lynn, and we also had Tila, yeah. and we had yeah. female characters who could actually add, who had their own agency and could add things to the story, and sometimes had episodes about themselves, you know. Yeah. And look, let's let's not beat around the bush. Like this is eighty four, so we've had Star Wars, like we have yeah. Princess Leia even by this point. Yeah, we've had we've had all three of the original Star Wars at this point. Yeah. So it's not like girls have to play with Barbie anymore. No, that's right. But yeah. and I, and not, not only that. I mean, you look at um, the stuff that was around. I mean, yeah, we'd had Star Wars, and then in in comics that we'd had things like Supergirl and Batgirl and, stuff, and people like that. So they you no know, Wonder Woman been around for a lot for a long time. There were female characters who weren't no who were strong female characters. They weren't there as arm candy or anything else. They weren't there pandering to a male audience. Um, but for whatever reason, this it's not a route that Transformers went down, and they they went later on. Oh yeah, we better do something about that. 
and the, and then the, the reason they, they gave was fucking bullshit yeah it's unfortunate <laughs> yeah it is unfortunate um yeah but the, like i said the show itself is a little unfortunate in a lot of ways it is a product it yeah. is a product of the 80s um and that may just be what i love the most about it if i'm honest <laughs> yeah it is Quite it possibly, is yeah. what it is and you either accept it warts and all oh yeah or you just have to go yeah that actually is absolute garbage um but if you do don't tell us because we don't i'll care. fight you <laughs> <laughs> I, I i won't because you know reasons but in, in fairness yeah, i no. don't have an intelligent defense for transformers i don't and i'll put my hand up and say that now if you do want to come at us and if you do dislike it you know by all means do come at us i don't think there'll be many of you out there that do dislike it but i don't have an intelligent defense like i said i totally agree with any criticism you can level at it it's not particularly well written or at least episode to episode it's not it's not well animated it's not even well drawn um Mm. it's not great but it's so great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's kind of where I sit with it as well. I mean, and I think I mean in terms of not having a, a logical defense, or I think sometimes an emotional defense is just as is just as valid. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and, and and where it sits and the emotion it sits and the response it sits from me, I think that's just as important sometimes. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely, and particularly in the context of this show, where that's kind of the whole point, isn't it? Really. Well, yeah, that's that's it, and I mean. Probably without the shows, no, this Transformers, uh, He Man, Turtles, we wouldn't be doing this show. No, absolutely not. So, uh, for for a lot of you, that's probably another reason to hate it. But, uh, but hey there you go. you've listened to us for an hour and change now, so that's your own fault. Well, exactly. As I say, an hour and change plus about two years. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's Transformers for me. Um, but I don't think I've got anything to add to that. No. I, I think yeah it is what it is um, it's great and I love it and I'll always love it and that's all there is to say yeah. about it I think yeah that's it um, I mean as, as Chris said if, uh, if, if you want to come back to this if you want to discuss it if you want to argue challenge shout at us call us idiots whatever um, we'll, we'll take it all to be honest um, you can get in touch uh, many 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 different ways uh, you can go to our website ddpodcast.net and you can get in touch with us through there you can find us uh, on Facebook with the Double Down Podcast Network. You can find us on Twitter at SMPDPod. Um, you can do it the old-fashioned way and email us, uh, SMPD at ddpodcast.net. Um, but yeah, get in touch with us on your thoughts. Um, as always, we're keen to hear um, any shows that you might want to recommend. We've had a couple of recommendations which have made the list of Phase 2. We've had a couple of recommendations that uh, probably won't see the light of day because one or other of us don't know or like the shows. Um, but yeah, I can come at us. It's, it's always good for us to, uh, to have a bit of fresh input as well. Um, but yeah, until next time. Roll out.